What advice <clears throat> would you have for someone just starting to learn full acting, facial animation, how to make it less overwhelming and get a clear performance? Asking for a friend. Well, Veronica, tell your friend um, that there is no way to make it less overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> Turn back now. It's a trap. It's uh, what I would usually do in my classes is break it down into um, we would do what we called snippets, which are tiny little exercises. So you would have a very detailed animation of just the mask of the face for like 80 frames, doing blinks and eye darts and looking around and stuff so that you're focusing, like putting the microscope on one part of the face mm -hmm. while you're also developing your idea for your larger acting shot. And then you'll use those tools that you learned in that di deep dive of um, just the eyes into your shot later. And then we'll do one of just lip sync. Can you do like two words of an audio clip um, with just this visible? And so you're not caring about the mechanics of the body. You're not mm. caring about the eyes. You're just focusing on one thing. And so I feel like studying each piece helps you feel like each one is less overwhelming, or at least mm. that it, the whole is less overwhelming. Mm. because you know a little bit and you've dealt with a little bit about each one of the parts mm. and then you work on the puzzle of fitting them together as for the acting part that's like the the technical stuff as for the acting part that's where reference comes in that's where the specificity yeah. and ref, uh, entertainment value that we've been talking about that's what will make a, a, a fun shot yeah, I think from my perspective, when it comes to facial animation, I think the big epiphany for me came when I realized that the face is a character in itself. And a lot of what you learn about body mechanics has to be applied in a smaller microcosm, which is the face. It still requires breakdowns and arcs and all this stuff. And it's funny because you take a look at shots, the face looks really stiff. Nine times out of 10, they aren't thinking like that. They're just thinking pose to pose to pose to pose, which you would never get away with if you were actually animating a body. You need to think of it like it's got its own mass at its own weight and therefore requires the same laws and rules of physics that you're trying to so carefully apply. If anything, even more more so because it's not as obvious, right? You want to have, it's not, mm -hmm. like it's not an arm and a leg that have to work. To, it's like, it's the sort of the connective tissue of how those muscles work together in a bit more of a subtle and nuanced way that mm -hmm. you really need. And, and that's where the studying comes in. You need to spend time understanding how the muscles of the face work um, and then make sure that you are also applying all these animation principles to that knowledge to make it interesting to watch, you know, three-dimensional and, 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 and like overlap and all these things that just the, the, the more amateur shots just don't have. So I think just embracing that and thinking of it like a character really helped me. Absolutely. And as A to the J said, squash and stretch too. Yeah. That's exactly. required in the face as well. It's very Wanted fleshy. There's yeah. all sorts of stuff that's connected. And so you go like this and things yes. stretch. <laughs> they, Absolutely. they go in because it's stretching out. Yeah. You squash it up and it Squashes, yep. so it's probably it's the most squashy. squash and stretchy part of our body if you really think about it right because like maybe other than maybe a belly depending on your your level of athleticism yeah. <laughs> um actually that's not fair you can be an athlete still have a big belly i guess and maybe you know it depends on how trim you are let's say 